Welcome to the Movement Made Better podcast, powered by Stick Mobility. We are your hosts, Dennis Dunphy and Neil Valera. Episode five. What's up, brother? How you doing today? I'm good, dude. How are you? Pretty good, man. So, uh, Neil and I, we both went out of town yeah. recently. Yeah. So, yeah, where did you head to? We went to Hawaii. We went to Maui. It was our first family vacation since uh, my daughter was born. Nice. It was fun, man. She nice. did. She did well on the plane. So, my daughter, she's a year and a half. So the longest flight she'd been on before this is two hours to Arizona. But this was like, okay, this is going to be five and a half hours. How's right. this going to go? Big difference, huh? Oh, man. But we managed. She did well. She slept for two hours on the way there, and she slept for three hours on the way back, which was great. And just kept her busy, man. Toys. Yeah, yeah. Crackers. Nice, yeah, where nice. were you at? Uh, I went down to Brazil for the Perform Better. First, first annual Perform Better uh, Brazil Summit, uh, Felix Carlos and his wife Erica, they put on a great, great event down there. So, uh, Mike Boyle was down there, Kevin Carr, Brendan Rerick, uh, Mike Mullen, uh, Sue Falcone was down there. So, it's a nice uh, lineup there. Yeah, Coach Dose was there. Coach Dose didn't right get on. to hang out with Coach Dose too much, but I chit chatted with him for a few minutes. Um, but it was always it was good to see him. Uh, but then we went, so we did the summit in Sao Paulo. Uh, from what I I guess that's the business area of Brazil, uh, that's the city you go to to do business. And then uh, Felix and Erica wanted us all to get a little bit of R and R afterwards, so we went over to uh, they took us over to uh, Rio de Janeiro. Uh, fantastic, man! The Rio de Janeiro was just like wow. That's where they had the Olympics, right? Yeah, yeah, and uh, yeah, absolutely incredible, beautiful, beautiful area. So what's interesting, so all this travel talk that we're talking about leads us into what we want to focus on in this episode, which is a fitness and travel. Uh, when you travel, do you make time to work out? And if so, how do you do that? Or is it a priority? And is it something you're looking to do? Right? Yeah, I know for me, so we were in we were in Maui for a week. And typically when I'm on vacation, I don't like to train in the gym on vacation, but I like to go do things outside. Outside or activities, and then that's, you know, it's fun. So we went, shoot, I went paddle boarding, let's say, four times. Mm -hmm. But I, I mean, that, for four days, and it was like two, three times a day. I mean, you're getting, what are you doing paddle boarding? You're getting your core work. You're getting balance work, getting some conditioning. But you're out there. You're having fun. You're, you're getting some vitamin D. Mm -hmm. uh, it's a good challenge. Uh, so for me, uh, like my training or my workouts, if you want to call them workouts on vacation, are all activity based. So go rock climbing, swimming, or whatever's available, whatever the terrain is. So I don't paddleboard out here. So when I'm when I'm somewhere like Hawaii, I'm like, okay, I want to go do stuff in the water. Water's warm. So I don't know about you, how it depends. Uh, like I do like to get to the gym. Uh, depending on the length of this, of the vacation or the trip, I do like to get into the gym to get that external load. Yeah. Uh, so I do have that in mind. Uh, I don't make it a top priority depending on, uh, honestly, a lot of it depends on how I feel. Yeah. Right. I mean, if I'm really exhausted, if I'm tired, especially because, uh, with the air travel, especially on long flights, you're talking your circadian rhythm is out of sync, especially if you fly quite often. Your fati level of fatigue is just different. It's not, 
uh, your typical fatigue that we kind of think of. It's a lot more just internally exhausted. You're kind of like, I just don't want to do anything. I yeah. just want to relax, downregulate, and just zone out. So it's funny too because you're sitting for six hours and you want to, you know, you get off the plane. You're like, man, I'm tired. I'm gonna go sit down. Right, but you're talking in a plane. You have less oxygen, right? Yeah. So uh, less de- percentage of oxygen. Uh, also, at the at in a plane, you're thirty five to thirty eight thousand feet above the earth uh so you do have that higher radiation exposure uh so that's another factor that you're talking that you're taking that most people don't take into account which when we looked at the study from uh uh sweden right it was the stefan gosling study back in 2002 and he talked about their circadian rhythm increased fatigue and gastrointestinal issues and they talked about how a lot of it is due to the increased exposure to radiation at those altitudes which before reading the study i didn't really even put that into yeah, my thought process about right yeah because you're in a plane, so you don't really think about it because you're in this little tube, right? This metal tube. So you're still not thinking about it. But yeah, after I read the study, sitting next to the window when you're flying in the daytime, man, even with the shade shut, it is hot. Like you've touched that window shade. You're like, man, that's got some heat to it, It's right? like you're in a little microwave. Yeah, it was pretty interesting. Like I sitting next to the window, like I was sitting there going, man, and I'm mulling the study over in my head and i'm going yeah like you're just being exposed to that there's only so much you can do to prevent that so yeah you if for a you know if you're on a six-hour flight or hell if you go from san jose to dubai or san francisco to dubai it's a 16-hour flight you know you get some of that at night but then you have other times where during the daytime yeah you and even at night you're still exposed to more radiation so yeah and then also you're you're dehydrated I mean, typically yeah. you're not drinking as much as you normally do on the plane. Yeah, no. It just it just happens that way. You yeah. try, but then you got to get up to go to the bathroom, right? All the time. Yeah, it's. I think that's one of the first things I do when I get when I after I land and get to the hotel is I want to try to drink as much. I want to get filled with water, so I want to consume a, a good amount of water. But then I also want to make sure I'm moving too, right? Because we know just because you drink water doesn't mean you're gonna your tissues are gonna be hydrated, right? You still have to get the movement to induce that move that flow of water into those tissues so uh that's the top priority for priority for me personally when i land and i get to my hotel like i like to do some body weight movements drink some water and just focus on really to be honest just breathing and just uh resetting everything yeah so uh but yeah typically also like like I said, uh, I like to get to the weight room. If I'm gone for a week to, to to a week and a half, yeah, I'd like to hit the weight room at least a couple times, you know. Um, and even with work, but I for me uh, for us when we travel, it's uh, especially for work, like we're working out a lot, especially isometrically with the sticks when we're demonstrating work with the sticks. So we're getting that workout right there without the external load, but we're still, there's a lot of time under tension, a lot of tissue fatigue that we're, that you and I go under. Uh, yeah. You know. I mean, our, so our certifications, you know, they're, it's about two, eight hour days and yeah. 90% of it is, is hands-on. So, and well, most of the time when we're up there teaching, we're moving with you. So yeah, I mean, you're going through all these different positions creating tension so you know you're looking at about 10 to 12 hours Mm -hmm. worth of work i mean that's that's a lot of volume 
Yeah, because it's uh, it's funny because coaches always are kind of surprised. They're like, "Oh man, they're like you guys are doing a lot when you're up there." Yeah, we are. We're doing a lot, you know. Uh, but yeah, when it comes to working out and traveling, I think one of the first things we want to let people know is, is you got to kind of prioritize it before you take your trip, right? Is this something, is working out going to be a top priority or is this, or is it more of just a, I want to get away from everything trip. I just want to just relax, do a little touring, do a little sightseeing or hell, maybe I'm just going to veg out at the beach by the pool, read a book. And not even worry about anything, right? Yeah. Because there's a, there's huge benefits to that too, right? Especially if you're if you're under a, if your job or your or your regular daily life has such high stress levels, then yeah, you just there are those times where you need to get away and not worry about doing anything, right? Yeah, you know, like, let your mind heal, let your body heal, right? I get it was like when we talk about. Uh, We've seen those things where they say, you know, if you have all these pathologies or, or stress, you know, what would happen if we were to take you away from all that for three, four weeks, put you in a cabin out in the middle of freaking nowhere? Like how much of that would be uh, remedied just by simply removing you from all these external stressors that you're undergoing, right? And I think that's the whole point of vacation is, or, you know, when you, especially when you take a vacation, is you're trying to get away from all of that, right? Yeah, it's a little recharge. It's a little recharge, right? Which for some people, and it, that recharging is different for everybody, right? For So for you and I, it could just be hiking. Yeah. Right? Or just doing some shit, whitewater rafting, something a little bit more challenging, but super fun. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. You're training, but it's real life application, uh, and you're not really focused on the the training itself. You're just focused on the task or the activity. Yeah. So before my daughter was born, my wife and I, our vacations were, I mean, we're pretty crazy, man. We'd, we'd go out. So one day would be something super physically intense. So maybe it was rock climbing all day long, and then the next day, you know, you're kind of beat up, you're sore, so we just chill. That next day, you just relax. And then the next day, go do something. Go do a big hike. Yeah. And then the next day, chill out, relax. So, uh, you know, that's what we do, too. Just We kind of play it by ear, but, yeah, we're, we're pretty intense like that. I know, because, like, Sherry never wants to go to the gym uh, when, we're, when her and I are on the road. Like, it's just for her, it's just she wants to do hiking. She wants to do other activities. Uh, so for me, I may just go by myself and be like, Hey, I got to go lift some weights. Yeah. Uh, it's just what I feel like I, I want to get done. Uh, so like what well, the trip to Victoria was four days. Neither of us went to the gym. Like I, I thought about it, but that was it. It was a thought and then it was gone. But we did a we did axe throwing, which in and of oh, itself that's cool. is, I try that. is a cool little f- event, right? So it's an hour of throwing an axe, right? So it's, uh, that's a physically demanding activity. Uh, not super intensive by any means, uh, super fun, great little activity, but once again, it's an, it's an active thing. We're not just sitting around, just, sh- you know, hanging out. It was, uh, something that we fit, we met, we got in along with our other little bit of hikes and walking around the city. Um, but that, these are the things that traveling and working out, uh, I think for us, when we go on to the trips, Especially if it's work-related, we know that work-wise, we're going to be putting in a lot of intensive efforts. So there's our workouts in and of itself, simply because of how much time we're putting into it. Uh, but then for R&R, it's, it's asking yourself, do I want to go into the gym 
lift weights? Uh, is that something because I need to either stay on a schedule for an event, right? Or some kind of competition that you may be practicing for training for. So in that regards, when you do take a vacation, yes, you should make sure that you plan out your training regimen so that you don't lose that. Or is the vacation strictly for getting away from it all, down-regulating, de-stressing, uh, and just basically doing stuff out that you normally don't do, right? Yeah. So you like go explore, you, try go something explore new, something new, right? And I think that's for me and share for Sherry and I. That's what we love doing when we go to other places together is just doing stuff that we can't, we don't do at home, right? That we don't have exposure to, uh, especially with all the local flavor, the lo- local flair of wherever we're at. Yeah. So yeah, so that's mainly for vacation. But now, what about? So I'm sure you have clients, you know, that have to travel for work, mm-hmm. for business all the time. You know, what's some advice that you'd give them, or what are what are not a, not even advice, but what do you give them? So typically, so same thing that I do for myself. I let them know, hey, depending on uh, when you get to when you get to the hotel, make sure you're take, consuming a good amount of water, uh, and then especially in the first hour to two hours after you land. Get some body weight movements in, especially, uh, and then just up and down, maybe from the floor, uh, change your movement patterns up. You can use isometrics, of course, in your room. Uh, isometrics, the practicality is there. So you, as long as you, you can push into a wall, pull on a door jam, all these, all these uh, little isometric positions you can get into to activate the tissues because you've been sitting on a plane for for a few hours, right? So those those are the very first things that I give them uh, homework for. Make yeah. sure that you get locked in on that and really then focus on breathing also because that's something that most people don't really focus on is their breathing patterns and re- making sure that they're in tune with their breathing patterns. So and then from there, then just say, hey, if you if if you're going to be gone for f- five or six days, you know, and you have uh, and you have work schedules to meet, uh, at least plan a little bit of time for yourself, even if that's 15, 20 minutes, right? Yeah. Just 15, 20 minutes, man. Get down on the floor, do some rolling patterns, crawl patterns. Even if you get to the gym, even if you only do, what, four or five sets of lifting weight, right? I think we talk about people's perspective on, oh, my God, I got to have this set block of time set aside, Right. But if you're on the road and you're in an environment that's not familiar to you, just go into the gym, pick two or three movements, lift weights, lift your external loads, and then call it a moment. Don't overstress yourself, so to speak, on trying to, oh my God, I got to fit this in. I got to fit this in, right? If you got 20 minutes, then give yourself that 20 minutes. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And then, you know, there's there's easy easy tools you can bring when you travel too, so slider mm-hmm. bands um if you play golf you know we do we do have shorter sticks you can throw a stick in your golf bag um and you want to do you want to get like a monkey hanging you can just put the stick on a table yep and start hanging on there um i know that i've i've given people workouts with just the bands and the sliders mm-hmm. you know give them four big movements and so hey do it in your room it'll take you 20 minutes cuz some some of the hotels you know, don't have gyms. Yeah, no. You know, yeah. and they don't have time to go out and go for a run or get outside. It's they're just kind of in and out, but they want to get some kind of workout in. Yeah. 
The trend now, though, is you are starting to see hotels that are much more focused on fitness. So you are starting to see those uh, that trend start to pick up in the hotel industry. In fact, we know Equinox is launching their hotel brand. Where oh. the, it's the, going to be the Equinox Hotel. Uh, I actually stay at a hotel uh, when I'm in New York City. There's a hotel that I stay at on 35th that uh, in your room, they actually have a physio ball, some bands, foam roller. They actually provide that in your room. I know Weston, the Weston chain, also now provides uh, sh- clothing. If you forget your shoes or shorts or whatever, They'll actually, you can call the front desk or the concierge and they'll provide that for you. Uh, I'm assuming there's a charge. I've never looked into it. But I know that they're doing that and they have their specific actual tools that they can lend you to do that also. But I know that's starting to become more of a trend. Uh, The other thing I've seen too is some other, some hotels. So mostly the boutique hotels are actually, I've seen it two or three times already where they're contracting out with other gyms locally. And the, the owner of that gym is actually coming in and designing the hotel gym Mm. and it has the gym owner's name on it or his, his or her brand, but it's in that hotel. And so you're starting to see gyms with kettlebells and monkey bars and, and, and things that we typically wouldn't see before other than your basic, treadmills and and bicycles and machines right so i've been noticing that as i've been traveling more so that's that's pretty cool for me i think that's a pretty cool trend to start seeing yeah the hotel we stayed at in maui they had a gym but they also had um, classes available oh really so you could sign up you had to pay but you could sign up for yoga or you could sign up for pilates or a body weight class yeah so they're and they're running two to three classes a day Nice. Which is pretty cool. That's nice. Yeah. That's nice. So yeah, I think that the the industry is noticing. And of course, they're obviously starting to uh, take that into account. And they're setting up programs for that. And uh, I think it's an awesome thing to see. So Because uh, it's kind of funny because we all have those clients. They go on vacation, right? And when they come back, we go, hey, how did you get any workouts in? You know, and they're kind of – and they of course, they hesitate. So as soon as you hesitate, you're like, no, you no. didn't do anything, you know. But then you ask them, okay, what else did you do? You didn't get to a, you didn't get a workout in, so to speak. So what did you do other than you know, uh, other than going to a gym? So then you start to find out. And then of course the joke is always, I know Donald, one of our coaches, Donald, he had a client come in and she's like, she was on a cruise ship, and it's kind of funny. Uh, I was talking, she was talking to us afterwards. She goes, Oh man, the cruise, the gym on the cruise ship was awesome. And she's like, Man, it was great. And so Donald's like, So you used it? She goes, No, I took a picture of it. <laughs> <laughs> I just started laughing. She goes, All this, like, the gym was awesome. Did you use it? No. Yeah. Do people really take the time or do they plan on working out when they're on vacation or when they take a trip? You know, and so I think that's, uh, you know, reason why we wanted to discuss this and see, you know, and and see if that's something that most people want to do or most people don't want to do. Yeah. And, you know, a lot of times it's there's it's time constraints. So it's it's learning how to be resourceful with the stuff you have in your hotel room. So Dennis was talking about isometrics and, you know, using the wall, you know, a great thing you can do is grab a towel 
Yes. Right? If you're, yes. you're working on shoulder strength, and what you can do is you can just squeeze it and then try to pull it apart, you know, and go like 50, 60% effort. And then now while you're pulling it apart, you know, move that towel overhead and do about 10 to 12 reps. You know, try it at home. I'm sure you have a towel at home. <laughs> I hope you do. <laughs> or you just run around and air dry. I don't know. <laughs> you're right. That works too. Um, and, you know, see what you feel. You'll feel your your upper back, your shoulders, your grip. Mm-hmm. You could tie. I don't know how sturdy the 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 door frame, not the door frames, but the doorknobs are. But you could technically you could tie a towel around something, and you could get some kind of rowing motion. You know, if you're traveling with, you know, uh, if you check in a bag, if your bag's about forty pounds, you know, you can lift that thing up and down. You can hold it for squats. You can hold it for lunges. Lift that thing over your head. I mean, you could you could really Put a good workout together. Right. And, you know, basic push-ups, basic lunges, squats, all that stuff is real valuable. Um, you don't have to, you don't necessarily need the gym. No, not by any means. I, you know, it's kind of funny. Like, I thought about posting it. I haven't. But you'd be amazed at how many times I hang from my clothes, from the closet. The shelving in the closet at the hotel. I make sure once, first of all, I make <laughs> Wait, sure. The, the, the closet rod? Yeah, or the, the closet rod. Oh, really? Or the shelf. You know, like you'll open up the closet and they'll yeah. have a shelf where they keep the extra linens. Okay. Right? Yeah. Or the laundry bags up top. So I'll take a look at it and I'll give a good pull on it and see if it's actually nice and secure. And if it's nice and secure, dude, I'll literally just hang on it yeah. and then do pull and then literally do pull-ups on it. So there, I've done that countless times. Yeah. And so that's where I get my hanging work in, if, especially if I don't have a stick with me. Uh, but yeah, I'll utilize, I, I literally, I try to utilize everything that's, po- that's, that's usable for me. Um, so yeah, it's been fantastic. So I think it's just having the imagination and the creativity to understand adapting and improvising when you need to, right? So, uh, but once, and once again, it's also about making sure that you give yourself whatever amount of time that you can afford to give yourself. And that's the whole point is this is for you, not for anybody else. Right. Yeah. So, you know, if you have 10, 15 minutes, then give yourself that 10, 15 minutes. If it's during the more 10 minutes in the morning, and then let's say 10 minutes in the evening, we know if you're planning, if you're traveling, you may have family obligations, but always remember, just make sure you make time for yourself, right? Yep. Okay. So that's uh, our travel concepts and training in a nutshell. Uh, some recommendations that we wanted to give you guys on uh, what we do, what Neil and I like to do when we travel. Yeah, we'll have to uh, we'll have to make a video with kind of basic hotel equipment and yeah. get a little routine going for some people. Oh, there you go. That's something we'll definitely have to do. Yeah. Awesome, awesome. So uh, before we leave you, uh, final thoughts, Neil. You got any final thoughts? Um, you know, when it comes to traveling and training, just don't stress about it. So I say, don't. You know, if you if you can't do it, it's okay. Yeah, don't worry about it. You know, you'll if you miss a week of working out, it's not going to kill you. Yeah, right. Most people kind of freak. Some people yeah, freak out about freak it. Freak out, huh? like it's okay. Yeah, I mean, it's kind you'll, of you'll be okay. So it's just it's up to you and what you're after, what you're trying to attain, and your own personal goals, right? So, uh, my final thought, really quick thing on social media. We always see trolling as a social media thing, right? It's just, and we'll end up doing a podcast later on on the social media thing. 
But my thing for anybody out there, especially if you have the confidence to put yourself out there, if people come onto your feed and they troll you or whatever, just ignore it. Let it go. You know, those types of people are probably looking for that reaction from you. Uh, Best thing to do, just ignore them. It's just another person. Their opinion doesn't mean shit to you, nor should it mean shit to you. Like I said, if you are out there as a coach or just anybody in general, and if you're putting your stuff out on social media, you do have to expect it. It is gonna, it's gonna happen, folks, regardless of how good your service or product is or who you are in and of yourself. So when people come on your feeds and they troll you, you know, either block them or just let it go. Let it go. You know, it's, yeah. and that's really the easiest thing. It's the it's one of the hardest things to do, right? Yeah. Like you gotta get pissed off, but you just gotta let it go, folks. So Alrighty, guys. Well, until next time, uh, I hope you guys got some value out of it. Be sure to check out our social media. If you have any suggestions or uh, any topics you would like Neil and I to discuss or cover, by all means, uh, shoot us an email. You can either shoot us an email at neil at stickmobility.com or dennis at stickmobility.com. Or just drop us a private message on uh, our Stick Mobility Instagram account. And we'll get back to that. Alrighty. All right, brother. I guess we're out. All right, man. Peace.